We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler along with Nick Sainert of Happy Hour jumping in for the crossover. And the much talked about uh, just thing going around at the ticket today is if uh, you're a Nebraska fan, are you allowed, were you allowed, now that Creighton is out of it, to cheer for Creighton in the tournament? We kind of gave our thoughts there. Nick, what, what are your thoughts on Nebraska fans cheering for Creighton? Maybe as soon as the Final Four gets I mean, is there a stop point when you can cheer for I have a question before you answer this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. Are you Nick? Sorry, I have a question before you answer okay, this. What's up? Does this just apply to Creighton men's basketball? Like, if you're a Nebraska – because I'm guessing it's just football and basketball. Like, that's that's what people are getting upset about. So, if you're a Husker football fan, right, but you're a Creighton – I don't know, Creighton uh, men's soccer fan because Nebraska doesn't have soccer. Yeah. Does that make you a Jasker? Or if you're a Creighton <laughs> – I think it's only men's basketball. Is it? Like, can you be a fan of other Creighton sports and, like, no, it's fine? like, the definition uh, – the unofficial official definition of a Jasker would be, like, a fan of Creighton men's basketball and a fan of Nebraska football. Right. Okay. Um – to answer your question, Bach, I don't really care. Like, it doesn't bother me or make me mad when people cheer for a different team other than Nebraska. Like, let's be real. Nebraska fans would would love to be in that position. They mm-hmm. would love to be in the Elite Eight. They would love to be in the round of 32. They'd love to be in the round of 64. So, like, I'm not – I personally don't cheer for them. Um I also don't have any connection to them. Like, if you're somebody that's maybe from Omaha, grew up watching Creighton, grew up enjoying to watch Creighton, you went to Creighton basketball games with your parents, whatever it was, that's great. Like, go ahead, cheer for them because there's that tie. I don't really have that tie. But also, I'm not, like, going to, you know, go after someone on Twitter and their family (laughs) (laughs) because they feel one way or another about somebody cheering Creighton. And people are passionate. I am shocked. People are passionate about it's, this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm I knew like I'm not a fan of Jaskers. Like I don't I don't really care though. Like why are you mad that you have more people cheering for your football like they they cheer for your football team, they don't cheer for your basketball team. Like I under, like yeah. I, I I guess I get it, but at the same time, like, why are you mad that people want to cheer for your football team? Well, because, because they're not as Husker as you are. See, but that's you but, gotta be all in. That's but the thing is the yeah. thing is you wouldn't call them Jaskers if they were just like if they were just creating basketball fan, like if they didn't, the anger comes from them rooting for your football team. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Like that's weird. It's strange. I mean, I like the fact. I mean, if you just keep it basketball, you know, I like the fact that the rivalry is heated up enough that people have strong opinions on it. That's what sports is all about. That's what I love about it. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I just, I guess. To me, it just gets to a point, and, and, and maybe some people on the text line have said this, uh, you know, maybe it's pathetic, that, that just where Nebraska basketball is. To me, I like the state of Nebraska succeeding. I like to see, I, you know, it, there was a time when I was a big, uh, screw Omaha, uh, I'm a Lincoln guy, and then I went to Omaha a few times and had a lot of fun and decided, you know what, I love Omaha. I, I, I <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think if, you're a, a, if you like Nebraska, if you want Nebraska to be on the map, you should cheer for Nebraska things. Now, I, I'm not going to say completely, because I understand the rivalry there, so I understand when, if you're on one side or the other of it, but overall, I think Nebraska is better to embrace Omaha, you know, the biggest city, and I know it's on the border of Iowa and all that, but it's better to embrace Omaha than Should to... Should be the capital. <laughs> yeah. No! <laughs> what? what would they do with the Capitol building? Move Should it. have been. Pick it up. And <laughs> you see a giant, a giant crane rolling down I-80 <laughs> with the Capitol building on it. Yeah, just hanging it up. Just no, no, no. Like, <laughs> multiple I'll semis. This. I'll say this. Like, my... 
most ooh, not mm, most careful. One of the more enjoyable games I went to this year was at Creighton. Hmm. Nebraska Creighton. Was Nebraska Creighton? Yeah. Was it because was, Nebraska won? I'm sure that was part of it. And I was like, yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, little brother. Creighton's little brother. But I knew I Nebraska fans relish in that success back in December mm-hmm. because they know where Creighton is going to be in March. Yeah. That's why it's such a big deal. If Nebraska was making the tournament or Nebraska was a March Madness team, and I'm, I already know I'm going to get flamed for this. If Nebraska was playing in March, they wouldn't care about as much beating up the top 10 Creighton team. Like, they would still care because it's good for the yeah, resume to help uh, them get into March. it's also that in-state rivalry, like, right? It's alive and mm-hmm. well. It keeps it alive and juiced up for the next couple of years because, hey, it's not all Creighton. Or just like, hey, it's not all Iowa. It mm-hmm. keeps it juiced up for the next couple of years, keeps fans engaged. That's great. But here's the deal. If you're a Creighton fan, yeah, it sucks losing to Nebraska, but look who just made the Elite Eight. Or it could be vice versa. Hey, you're a Nebraska fan. Yeah, dang, you lost to, by 10 to Creighton back on December 7th. But, hey, you're in the Elite Eight. Like, I don't know. You take what you can get, I suppose. I That's why I just don't get mad about I, – I don't – it doesn't bother me a whole lot. Um, I am I understand, like, there's, like, do you want – be all in on your team and stuff. Yeah. But I would expect that if Creighton had a football team, which they obviously don't, if Creighton had a football team, all the Creighton basketball fans would be on – or be in on the Creighton football team. Yeah. Or if not – then you know they're then okay if that if that was a thing then that's weird then that's weird then that's weird that's that's basically like yeah I I love Texas A&M basketball but give me Longhorn football every day yeah Yeah. that's 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 where it's weird yep but you know UNO doesn't have a football team unless you want to cheer for UNK like I don't know UNK they made a bowl game more recently than Nebraska did so I I don't know (laughs) I'm not right that's a fact I did not realize how fired up people get about Cheering for Creighton, Creighton when they're not even playing two Nebraska. Other, two other sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 strange, but I love it. I, again, I think it, it it is is showing you that the the rivalry between Nebraska and Creighton uh, is is blooming. It's getting better. Also, I'm sorry to interrupt, Bach. Go ahead. Like, I respect the crap out of Greg McDermott. Mm-hmm. I, besides all the stuff that happened off yeah. the court last year or two years ago, yeah, last yeah, yeah, year, yeah, in the locker room, yeah, yeah. For what he can do for a basketball team, like this team, Creighton went through, and somebody made fun of how the way I say Creighton. I say Creighton. it weird. I say it weird. I know. A little bit. But Creighton, the way that, like, they lost a good chunk of games in a row Ooh. to where Nebraska was like, yeah, we beat them, but they're not no this longer the number seven team in the country. This doesn't and, look good. And it doesn't look as good as, or doesn't feel it. Like, but here they are, and it's not like they had the. E- I don't care what anybody says. I don't. I don't ever think there's an easy road in the NCAA March Madness. I never think there's mm-hmm. an easy road in March Madness, and this year showed it to where you have FAU, right? I mean, they had to beat. They had to beat NC State. They who beat was Baylor. A, who, who was, was a, a very seed. NC State was a very popular upset pick. Baylor was a three seed, and it wasn't. It wasn't the same Baylor team that you know in years past, but still a really good Baylor team. I mean, you can say they avoided the two seed in Arizona, but they had to play the team that beat Arizona well, that's in what Princeton. I'm I, like a lot of a lot of the March Madness stuff, it, it goes off of seeding. I suppose, obviously, like matchups and things like that. Because, uh, I mean, Marquette's a good example. I think Marquette makes it to the Final Four to at least the Elite Eight if they don't have to play. If they have to play anybody but Michigan State, mm-hmm. Michigan State just like when you talk about matchups and guard play. Like when you really get into the the nitty gritty and the minor details of it, 
I think that's when you realize there's no easy path in March Madness. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it that Creighton had to face Princeton in the Sweet 16, and you'd much rather face Princeton than Arizona. Alabama or Princeton than Arizona. I get that. And and we know that eight times out of ten, Alabama or, or, or excuse me, Arizona is going to beat Princeton. But that's what makes March March. Mm-hmm. That's what March allows a nine seed in UConn to go win the national title one year. Love it. Or wins allows FAU a nine seed to make it to the final four. Or a sixteen seed in Fairleigh Dickinson to beat Purdue. Like that's yeah. just how March is. And so I don't I don't really fall well, on the and easy road. Usually I kinda like that. And and there there are tougher roads, obviously, for some of these teams than than the others. Um, but for, for a lot of the, I mean, I, I've, I've heard that easy road thing too. I mean, look at what Miami had to do to get here. They had to beat Drake, Indiana, Houston, and Texas. I think yeah. UConn had a harder road. I mean, that's a tough, UConn's been beating UConn's everybody been by, by, I know, by but I think they had a harder road. Iona, St. Mary's, Arkansas, and Gonzaga. That was tough. I, like, and I kept, I picked Drake to beat Miami in the first round. So I, I was so did I. completely uh, not, wrong. And once again, like, I don't cheer for Creighton, but. I do respect the crap out of Greg McDermott. I do. I mean, he's just look at the jobs he's done year after year. He he develops guys extremely well. Um, He's put guys in the league, right? And that's that's a big thing in college basketball. And takes the local kids more than Nebraska does. Well, well, they appeal. They appeal to Creighton, obviously. Isaac Trout, uh, as much as it's going to pain Husker fans, he going to Creighton. He's probably going to Creighton. He's He's going. Um, He he has. A girlfriend that goes to Creighton. Hmm. Um, so it's like always the girlfriend so angle. Girlfriend. So like, <laughs> Does she play soccer? It, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Some reason they usually do. It's so anyway, yeah. but no, it's like there, there's more appeal to Creighton when you're when you're talking about college basketball. Um, and and if Nebraska had a head coach opening, which I'm glad they don't because I like Fred. But if they had a, f- a head coach opening, I said it last time it was open. Make make Greg McDermott say no. Mm. I, you want to talk about also adding more fuel to the rivalry? Oh, yeah. That would be electric. If, if Nebraska paying more than Creighton. and like, Or bring Dana Altman back. Yeah, Dana Altman would be. I mean, he's, <laughs> apparently he's done at Oregon. He's <laughs> frustrated yeah. with Oregon. So. so, I mean, like, even though I, I'm sure Husker fans would, like, that'd be really interesting is, like, all the Husker fans that hate Creighton. What do you do now? What do you do if, if Nebraska ever? <laughs> I, it won't ever happen, though, but, you know, because if, if Greg McDermott ever leaves, I, I think he'll go somewhere. In another conference, but mm. shoot, the Big East is, is one of the best in the country oh, yeah. right now. But it's interesting too because this Creighton team, uh, you know, and they they got the the sixth seed and they were moving through the tournament and all. It still wasn't the best Creighton team they've had in the last couple of years, and that's no. what that's what I find interesting about the tournament too. Is sometimes like I always say, say that about that Duke team with Kyle Singler and all and all those guys that end up winning. It's like that was like probably the fourth best Duke team in the, like the five years <laughs> that they were in, and they still won it all. Um, so this tournament uh, can certainly change narratives, uh, and I think it will. Do you guys? Are you guys? I mean, I know like the tournament was fun because you couldn't predict anything, but now that we're down to the final four, this is the first one since 1979. There are no McDonald's All Americans. Coincidentally enough, uh, yeah. in 1979, uh, Magic Johnson beat Larry Bird, so that was a pretty good final four. Uh, yeah, no McDonald's All Americans, <laughs> <laughs> just Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, just future NBA champions. Yeah, Hall of um, Famers, everything. But are you Garbage. guys? I mean, and I can and I, and I enjoy the tournament. I love it. But now that it's down to the final four, I'm a blue bug guy. You guys know this about me. Mm-hmm. I always say college football's better yep. when this team or that team's better. Bacalos the final tradition. four last year was Villanova, Creighton, uh, Villanova and Kansas, excuse me, with Jay Wright's final final game, yeah. uh, and Duke versus North Carolina with Coach K's career on the line. This year you have FAU and South Dakota, San Diego State, which I don't know if I'd travel 
an hour to go watch. You know, I don't know what the tickets would say. I mean, so my point is, are you excited about the Final Four? Are, yes. Like, are you more intrigued? I am extremely excited because you're going to have a first a, a first time national championship participant in one of San Diego State and FAU, and I think that that's really awesome to to get a first time anything uh, in any type of sport. So well, having the Aztecs or the Owls in the national championship is just electric. And then you've got teams that you know has Jim Laranega won a national no, championship? No. So it's, you, their, it's Miami's first ever. So last year Laranega took Miami to the Elite Eight for the first time in program history. And then now this year took them back to the lead eight, took them to their first final four in program history. So there's a chance there are there are three options to have a first time national champion, and then UConn. Well, so here's <laughs> here's what I'll say. I mean, look at mid major basketball, mm-hmm. right? Like this is this is somewhat of the norm. I think what we're going to see in the future, maybe not to this degree, but. This is the norm. Teams can get old quick. They can get experienced quick, and they can allow themselves through experience to maybe compete in March and understand how to handle themselves. Um, maybe maybe that goes more for the t- a team like UConn, maybe, or, or you know, a Power Five team. But I don't know. I think it's good for college basketball because you have an FAU. We might not like it right now, but I think we're going to get used to it. I should say, as fans, because. You see a team in like FAU and San Diego State who are two mid-major programs playing on college basketball's biggest stage. You have a team from the Conference USA and a team from the Mountain West. Yeah. Love it. But see, I, I understand I understand you're not seeing Bill Self on the sideline. I, I get that. I like when George Mason also, like you, makes the final four run, but then they have to beat like Syracuse yeah, or somebody to like, move. When I, you have to beat San Diego State to it. get the championship game, then it's like, oh well, So you're hoping for UConn in the national championship. So one of them so one of them can but no, beat I UConn. am. Even, I really am. Even even UConn or like even now if, if you were to go to Syracuse, we're starting to see the eras of, of these these coaches kind of come to an end because you don't you have Bobby Bob or yeah Bob Bobby Hurley, Hurley in his first year at UConn and he's in a Final Four and then but like even if you were to have Syracuse you're not going to have Jim Beheim anymore Thank and you're not going to have you're not going to have Roy Williams and you're not going to have Coach K like yeah. I, I I I think there's that obviously that nostalgia part to it mm-hmm. but also like. I'm not worried about seeing Hubert Davis on the sideline right now. It's the dawn of a new era in college basketball. But to me, I don't know if this is if, like you said. This might be something to get used to. Um, I I like you know this is this is what I tell when people say oh, I just want parody. Well, if this is what you like, then I guess you know enjoy it. But this is this is what parody will bring you. Yeah, and I'm totally fine with this. It's great. This is a direct Excuse result me. of uh, Xavier is in his first year. Um, the Xavier coach is in his first year. Sean Miller? Mm. Sean Miller is in his first year. Dan Hurley is not. Um, or Bo- Bobby Hurley. I get him mixed up. Bobby's in Arizona. Bobby's yeah. in Arizona yeah. State. Dan Hurley. Yeah. Dan Hurley's at UConn. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. This is a direct result Thank of you, the three things that, that people have been freaking out about. The transfer portal, NIL, and that mm-hmm. extra COVID year. This is this is a direct result of that because you've got guys at these schools who have been there for multiple years. Uh, you've got guys transferring in. Nigel Pack transferring to Miami uh, via the transfer portal for NIL reasons, and now Miami's in the Final Four. Like this is this is a direct result of that. And as Box said, this is probably going to be the future of of the sport, just because you're going to have guys transferring all over. NIL is going to be a huge deal to get to get people everywhere, and parity is going to be. Rampant. I don't know if you're going to see 
what uh, what Duke did with that Zion, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish class where they got the top three recruits to go to one school. I don't know if you're going to see that anymore. Well, and if you do, again, I think if you do, then it, it's good. I, Charles Barkley was on, I think it was 60 Minutes or something, talking about how NIL and all this stuff's going to ruin college basketball because only a, a handful of teams are going to be able to compete and all that stuff. And I say, well, thank God so we can have the upset return. I mean, these were fun, but there was just going into this tournament – who, nobody really had anybody to pick. I mean, you could choose, a, you know, one of the number one seeds, but nobody was like an overwhelming favorite. Nobody was nobody was great that, in college football this year. I do so that when the upset happens, it's magnificent. It's not. How just is there like, not eh. an upset though this year? I think the one seed upsets still carry a lot of weight. They do, but Purdue. We know. I mean, Purdue, Purdue has the Purdue the, the more top, than yeah, Purdue but, has the more than likely player of the year and Zach Eady on their team and they lost to a team with a team whose tallest player was 6'8". But how many people were picking Memphis over Purdue in the next round is my point. No, How many people picked Purdue to win the championship? Well, that's just that, because that's Purdue also... lets everyone down. <laughs> exactly. But Alabama has you know one of the more athletic teams in the entire tournament. Houston, if their point guard doesn't get hurt before the tournament even starts and they lose in, in, the, uh, in the AAC championship game, Houston is probably the number one overall seed. You can say that about the... But you just named three players off that Duke unit. Name three players off Houston. I can't. Alabama? I can't. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Miller's the only one. That's what that's my point. Like some like and I and I'll go back to, to my child everybody does, but the early two thousands they just like college basketball was stocked with like juniors and seniors and But I think like, it was so unbalanced. Yeah. That made the upsets incredible like you could But there were never any upsets. There were upsets. No, there, there were upsets they were huge. But, like not you still this this year just showed that whether or not you have household names on the Duke team that lost to Mercer or this now Princeton team that beat Arizona, whether or not you have household names, 15-2 upsets can still happen. Whether you are a team that won the national title the following year after losing to a 16 seed in UMBC, if you're Virginia, it can still happen. Like those upsets are still just as intense and as wild whether or not it's whether whether you have household names or not, I, I think that's where it's the seeding comes into play. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are going to see this differently, one way or the other. I mean, t- to me, this this I think and it's, and it's good to have one of these basketball. Well, and I, I think this is the the 2007 year if you translate to college football or to college basketball. This is just craziness. Love you, it. you can't tell what's going to happen. Nothing makes sense. And I think it's good in you know maybe a one year sample. I don't know if this it's great for the long term of the sport, uh, but we can debate that later. Uh, happy hour coming next year on 93.7 The Ticket.